Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, yesterday, David, I was asking you the big story of the day. Yeah. And you said it was probably the southern border uh, and the yeah. crisis there. It's nice that at least legacy media is paying attention to this story now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, it's one of those things when you have 300,000 people come across the border in one single month, which breaks another previous monthly record set by, the United, uh, by uh, uh, Joe Biden's administration. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to ignore that, and unfortunately, the only reason that they're really paying attention to it and have been for the last several months is because now, well, Democrats are complaining about it. Absolutely, uh, because it's affecting them. Uh, Democrats right. are complaining; they're whining about right. It. They're whining about it. They got what they wanted, but absolutely now they're now apparently it's bad. Um, and so, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas making the rounds today. Uh, he was on MSNBC and says, hey, look, the federal government is trying its best to handle the border crisis. In fact, we're doing everything we possibly can. Now, he was asked on MSNBC what more they could do to help out, (laughs) not border communities, but mayors in Chicago, (laughs) D.C., New York, etc. And uh, and what more can you do to help them to deal with taking care of the record number of people showing up at the southern border. And, well, here's what he said. So uh, we have taken action on the border, and we've taken action with respect to the challenges that cities across oh, the are. country are facing. Let me Just a couple of days ago, by the way, they were, they were celebrating cutting more razor wire that Greg Abbott had set up on the border. Right. That's what they do. That's what they're, right. they're making it easier for people to come in. That, so there's not as many what known gotaways. Stunning. It's still an open border. Anyway, go ahead. Let me identify one fundamental problem here, and that is the fact that we have one governor in the state of Texas who is refusing to cooperate with other other governors and other local officials and coordinate efforts to address a challenge that our country, which this country should stand united to address, that our country is facing. And it's a remarkable failure of governance to refuse to cooperate with one's fellow local and state officials. That is such garbage. That is such garbage. Can you imagine Abbott calling Brandon Johnson, Chicago. Hey, Brandon, Greg Abbott, listen, do you mind if I send 30,000 illegals to you? We're out of room. You think he's going to say yes? Of course not. Of course not. No. Even though that's what he campaigned on. No. I mean, that's a soundbite for brainwashed people. That's garbage, man. I really have grown to dislike this guy immensely. (laughs) He lies constantly. That's the entire job. Jeez. That's all he does. He's going to be impeached, it looks like. It's, and it's sort of, to me, like a little too little, little too late. The damage yeah. is done. But then again, it keeps happening. Right. We thought we had already seen the worst of it. That was before September of this past year. It's only gotten worse. 
And you get the feeling for people around the world, they know, okay, this isn't going to last forever. If I'm ever going to make it into the United States, it's probably now. I better go. Right. And again, what did Biden say the other day? Uh, well, I need some more money to protect the border. Right. That's right. what I need. Republicans won't give it to me. Blah, 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 blah. But again, man, uh, it's a broken record, but it's true. When you have legacy media telling the same story to people that only get their news from there, it's just messages to the brainwashed people that believe this crap. Oh, my gosh. But at least in the polling, when you look at it, what is it? Roughly between 60 and 70% realize this is a huge issue and it needs oh, yeah. to stop. So at least we have that going on. Uh, another big story from yesterday is the Harvard president uh, finally resigning. Yeah, still going to get paid. Well, and and she's still a professor there. It's unreal. Yeah, uh, but yes, Claudine Gay has resigned as president of Harvard after plagiarism uh, allegations. And I mean, to me, I even using the word allegation is a little bit misleading right. because uh, she's issuing corrections now acknowledging that oh i didn't properly cite my source uh-huh <laughs> yeah uh anyway you got this plagiarism scandal and this came out after she got put in the spotlight because well she couldn't co say that calling for jews to be massacred uh, violated any campus policy on her watch unreal um and so the media is freaking out predictably oh my gosh they're getting rid of this lady after all, well, she was resigning, but they're not getting rid yeah. of her. Um, here's New York Times editorial board Mara Gay, no relation that I know of, uh, speaking on MSNBC. Uh, and this is the lady, by the way, who believed that uh, 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 old box guy, the Democrat who ran for president. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> Box, Box guy. guy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's great how you remember him. Michael Bloomberg. That Michael Bloomberg could have given every American uh, a million dollars. Right. Yes, and we call him Box Guy because yeah. of what Trump's. You know, now he wants a box for the debates. Because he's so short. This guy had this distinguished <laughs> career, multi-billionaire, successful yes. in all things. He's known now as Box Guy. He's Box Guy because he's, he's a little guy. <laughs> Anyway, here is uh, Mara Gay talking about uh, what happened at Harvard. This is really an attack on academic freedom. This is an no, attack not. on multiculturalism no, and on not. many of the values that a lot of us hold dear. And in fact, anybody really who is around my age in their 30s who went to any uh, public, major public university or private university in this country, you know, these are values that are very important. Yes, yeah, so those of us who got educated find these values very important. Wait a second, David. You would be in that group. I did. I got. I went to college. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, this must shake you to your core. Well, yes. I I literally wept when I. <laughs> no, of course not, because it had nothing to do with bringing in other other cultures and other mindsets. It had everything to do with Marxist ideology. That's one of the reasons why people object to the to the likes of Claudine Gay and then the DEI scam. That that's it. It has nothing to do with somebody's cultural background, the color of their skin. Doesn't matter. That's not what anybody's upset about or worried about. It's the fact that there's this left wing ideology that wants to put everybody in a box, not on a box like Michael Bloomberg, <laughs> in a box from which they can never escape no matter what they do.
Um, and, and that that's part of it. And then the reason she stepped down in the, the controversy, she ripped people off. Black academics as well, by the way, that she stole from. But the take goes on from, from Mara Gay. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that's why these presidents are under attack. That's why Claudine Gay was under attack. The fact that she's a black woman and the first person uh, who is a, a black American to lead Harvard uh, only added to their thirst to dethrone her. And, yeah. you know, those attacks, you don't have to, I don't have to say that they're racist because you can hear and see the racism, the attacks when people like Vivek Ramaswamy say, uh, you know, uh, okay, this is, this is a problem about diversity and hiring. I mean, this is racism. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was also racist that you can't figure out how to get Vivek Ramaswamy's name right. Wow. You know, it feels to me like a lot of these people are realizing the game is over. Oh, yeah. People have woken up. Yeah. They see what it is, and they're just not buying it anymore. The only question that comes up in my mind when I hear this sort of thing is nobody knew who she was until her idiotic testimony. Yeah, I mean, there was no, I a, there I, was a lot made about the first black president of Harvard. I, there was I don't, all you know of what? that. If somebody would have asked me who's the president of Harvard, I couldn't have told you. Exactly. I have told you. And somehow racism only reared its ugly head after she testified in front of Congress? Well, the other part of That's it is... garbage. And you tell me what you think. It seems to me that had she not have such a history of plagiarism, yes. she'd still have the job. Well, she would. You can thank Christopher Rufo for that. Uh, yeah. Well, well, along with other people that were reporting on it, but... They went digging and found, oh, my gosh, this person's a complete fraud. And when she made the claim, she wrote happy birthday. That's where the line was drawn. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, look, I, you know, you know, as you're watching all of this go down, I mean, it, again, everybody's just trying to cry racism, 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 racism. I, I feel like it's kind of important, again, to point out that she's accused of ripping off black uh, uh, academics as well. Yeah, absolutely. And according to the Harvard Crimson, that's the uh, student newspaper that actually broke the story that she was resigning. Uh, the real push came from professors within Harvard that had nothing to do with her race and everything to do with the fact that they were looking at what she did and said, we have punished students for far less than what she did. Yes, there's a track record of it. By the way, uh, Heather McDonald. Uh, had a piece of City Journal, and she just came right out and said it about Claudine Gay. She got her job because of her race. No white professor, even a female one, would have been elevated to the premier college presidency in the United States on so meager a record of research. When you look at everything, and the search for the president didn't last very long. And so people take away, and they may not say it, but they're thinking it, that, that was a DEI hire. That's what that was. And the unfortunate thing for, let's just say, people of color that earn their way into these universities, people look at them now like, did they, did they really get there on their academic record? Or was it because of the color of their skin? There's always the question mark. What a disservice to those people well, that one, worked their butts off and earned it. One thing I can say about Claudine Gay was she didn't see color when she plagiarized, though. She did it to multiple. Multiple. Different. Yeah. This is yes. true. Uh, David, you have an update on the uh, chancellor, the yeah. university, uh, not of Wisconsin, but the university in Wisconsin? Yeah, it's UW Lacrosse, uh, former chancellor now. Joe Gow is his name. He got fired because the university found out that he and his wife have been making porn. 
Hmm. And sometimes yeah. with porn stars, including a cooking show that he did <laughs> with porn stars. Yes. Yes. Well, had- and, and if you hadn't heard the story, just to add to it, out of curiosity, when you were telling me about this before we went on air yesterday, I'm like, how old is the guy? Yeah. He's in his early 60s. Yeah, 63. He's your age, Robbins. Yeah, he is. He's, he's on the track to being an active senior, yes. Hmm. And like me, who hasn't done porn while cooking? <laughs> well, now, local, local, local Good news. luck concentrating on that story now, David. <laughs> yeah, how about it? Look, local TV station, yuck. Uh, news 8 Now <laughs> talked with him, and uh, he thinks there was just a little mix-up in communication. Because the university says one of the reasons he was fired was because he didn't get their permission to have a second job. That was part of his contract. Like, hey, if you're going to seek employment while you're employed by us, you have to get our consent. Otherwise, you're in violation. You're, you're, you're violating the terms of the agreement. So maybe this was just a little whoopsie-daisy. Here we go. From the questions that I was asked, I think they were under the impression that my wife and I were paid to be in the videos and so if that were the case, if we had received money, then we would have had to report that with our um, with my outside activities reporting that I do every year. But that was not the case. We paid the studio. It says, it says they, they paid like $80,000 to, to do this. Whoa. He called yeah. it a very expensive hobby. Okay. I don't remember in the story why exactly he got fired. I thought it was for doing porn with his wife and porn stars, and it's out there for people to see, and maybe they don't want their reputation at the university. Yeah. Not so fact, you know, you took this other job. Okay, now if you're going to go work weekends at Home Depot, we need to know, or if you're going right. to be, you know, doing this with porn stars and them with your wife, we need to know this. What is that? <laughs> that well, that was it was one of several reasons why got he it. got fired, but that was one thing they cited. Oh, my goodness. Hey, no tool jokes, Robbins. It's a new year. All right. Pork jokes. Much to get to. Uh, What about the Epstein list? That and much more coming up. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. 
Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, are we ever going to see the Epstein list? Uh, no. I thought it was coming out like January 2nd. Uh, no, it's been delayed to January 22nd, I believe. Mm-hmm. So why is that? Oh, why? Oh, uh, well, yeah. uh, because there were a couple of people who are on that list who are asking the judge, pretty please, don't release my name on it. Yeah. Well, and if it happens to be a victim says, hey, I don't want that released out there yeah. just quite yet, that sort of thing. That might have something to do with Could it. Be. But, I mean, there are a lot of people sweating this. It's been talked about a lot. One I, of those people, yeah. you have a piece of audio from, David. Oh, Alan Dershowitz was a pal of Jeffrey Epstein. Um, well, actually, he's on the other side of this. He says, I want everything released. Uh, he says, because it's unfair to selectively leak or release right little things out of context and he's saying look i'm innocent i got nothing to hide whatever uh he was interviewed on news nation about this i want everything out every document every piece of paper half truths or lies and um i wanted them out for personal reasons because i know that they would prove what i've said from day one that i did nothing wrong the woman who uh, accused me later admitted that she may have misidentified me, confused me with someone else. So I wanted everything out right from the beginning because I have nothing to hide. Uh, There are some people who may be ashamed of the fact that they hung out with Epstein. But remember, a lot of people hung out with Epstein before he was convicted. Presidents of Harvard, uh, deans, uh, um, Nobel uh, uh, quality scientists. He was... All right, hang on a second. Do you know the context of what he's saying there, David, as far as before, like, the 2008 conviction? Right. Or late, okay. Before he was convicted of, well, sex trafficking minors. Right. And that was 07 or 08. I can't Somewhere remember around exactly there, yeah. the year. Right. Because people like Bill Gates still hung out with him. That's why Afterward. Melinda Gates, yes, was like, I don't understand this. The guy gave me the creeps. Like, I had nightmares about it, meeting him one time. But anyway, okay, just wanted to clarify that. Very well thought of in the beginning. None of us knew uh, about his private life that he kept so secret there's a difference between what happened after he was convicted and the nature of the relationship after he was convicted and everybody should judge for themselves but i think the public has the right to hear and see everything not selectively picked by a judge or Mm -hmm. anyone else yeah i think it's fair to say it would mean more if it was after he was convicted in 07 or 08 than before yeah 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 you're like, oh, yeah, well, he turned his life around after that. Right, I wanted exactly. to get on the plane. I, yeah. I, I, it was all about helping people around the world. Of course, philanthropy, yeah. Right. Yeah, the detector's going off like crazy on that one. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today. Is it the same as yesterday? I, I think so. It's the border crisis that now 
the Biden administration is saying they've, they've got a handle on because only 500 people crossed on Monday. I mean, it's, it's remarkable that you can have 300,000 people cross the border in a single month, shattering records. Yes. Going back years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now because, oh, only 500 showed up on one day. Yeah, we, we got the job done. Yep. Doing a great job over here. Well, it's just all they do is lie. Yeah. Lie, whether it's the economy, the board, whatever it is, it's like the same thing over and over and over. And what a terrible media we have. <sighs> okay, so we'll get an update on that and a round of What's Your Story? Straight ahead right here. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so part of the problem at the southern border with the invasion that we're seeing is Trump's fault. Well, well, of course. You know, you, you really can't, if you're in the Biden administration, you really cannot allow anything to be your fault. It's all, I mean, again, he's president bystander. And the entire administration reacts that way. Some of the millions of people who have come across the border in the last three years will not get a a court hearing for several years. Meanwhile, they're just kind of hanging out here. Many of them just kind of disappear because they're like, well, geez, nobody's going to follow up. My court date's eight years from now. You know, I'm going to go into a, you know, I can get a work permit or whatever, and I'm just going to disappear into a black hole and live in the United States of America. Uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was on MSNBC this morning And he was asked whether it would be a better idea. Get this, on MSNBC, they asked him this. Do you think it'd be a better idea to have people wait somewhere else while their claims are processed? (laughs) (laughs) Remember, Remain in Mexico was this evil racist thing when Trump did it. Yes, of course. Okay. So that backlog is a powerful example of how broken our immigration system is and for how long it has been broken. Because that backlog existed when I was in the Department of Homeland Security in 2009. It preceded me then, and it precedes me now in my tenure as a Secretary of Homeland Security. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you trying to say that your hero, Big O, Barack Obama, didn't get it done? Right. Well, that's and, what I'm to take away from that, right? And Mayorkas was part of the of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, was part of the Obama administration. So what he's actually saying is, I've sucked at this for a long time. Yes. And the weasel keeps getting promoted. As a secretary of Homeland Security, that three million case backlog has been building for years and years and years. It got much, much worse 
when U.S. citizenship and immigration system. So that would be a good idea to make sure no one comes in until you get caught up, right? Right. Like, you got to stop the bleeding at some point. That's right. But no, because we all know this was by design. This is what you wanted to have happen. Uh, uh, services, the agency within the Department of Homeland Security that administers our legal immigration system was financially gutted during the prior administration. You mean when we had not nearly as many problems? Okay. Maybe we need to return to that policy. Of course we do. Well, they always talk about the broken immigration system. They've been there three years now. What have they done to help the broken immigration system other than to open the border and allow people in? What what have they done? They bitch and moan about something they've done nothing about. That's all just by design. It's just they know what they're frustrating, doing. man. They know what they're doing. And then media sort of plays along like this is a political hot button. As you heard on NBC earlier today, the Justice Department threatening to sue Texas over its new law, allowing state and local law enforcement to arrest and deport migrants suspected of entering the U.S. illegally. Wait a second. It sounds like someone's trying to do something about this broken immigration system. That's right. And the DOJ says, no, you can't do that. You can't enforce the law. Why not? In a letter obtained by NBC News, the DOJ calling the law unconstitutional arguing it would disrupt the federal government's operations. <laughs> what operation? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Operation Open Border? Yeah, I guess it, it does get in the way of that a little bit. Outside of that, what is it exactly? It is, it's maddening. And you do get the feeling, at least from polling, that more people are starting to figure it out and see what a huge problem it is. Because I don't see this issue going away before election time, do you? No. Uh, no. How could it? It can't. Because it could be such a loss for Biden that he actually has to protect the border. That's the only way that it changes. So some Hail Mary in the 11th hour that all of a sudden now he wakes up and goes, hey, we got a problem here. I think it would probably be before the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be time so that they could say this is what we've done with the border. Oh, but I, I think... I think that's already cooked. We're quickly entering the 11th hour. Well, I mean, goodness, man, if you're talking about 300,000 people in December, think about how many more could come through by October. You don't know. So we'll wait and see. All right, that time of the show. Got to move on. It's time. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Well, this is kind of an update clarification. I don't know if it's an outright correction. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Uh, We were talking about the Epstein client list, 150 names, more than 150 names that are Mm -hmm. on this list that uh, will be unsealed sometime in the near future. Well, uh, initially it was being reported that all of the names would be uh, continue to be under seal until January 22nd, which was another extension. Well, now there's an update to that saying at least three people uh, have appealed and uh, are being granted that extension. The remainder of the documents, depending on the status of other appeals, of other uh, court filings, could be coming out as soon as today. Okay, so when Dershowitz, that clip we had earlier, when he's saying, I want it all to come out, his name could come out. Because he wants it to. Yeah, it could. 
But it'd only be three people that they would hold back, the people that said, we don't want this to come yeah, out yet. And there may be more. The filing deadline uh, was midnight. So there may be more that get uh, an extension granted. But, uh, yeah, uh, you're talking about a few people like uh, John Doe 107, who wanted to stay anonymous because of the risk of physical harm. Hmm. So what? Well, I don't know. Get your security in place. Well, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. You're a pedophile. Well, we don't know that. It it could be a victim. Yeah, you oh, don't, it could be a victim, you don't know. I suppose, yeah. Well, and I think to Dershowitz's point, whether you believe him personally or not, I'm sure there were people before uh, the first time he you know, was thrown in jail in 07 or 08, didn't know exactly what he was up to and just thought it would be, I don't know, financially beneficial to have a relationship with a guy or whatever. Seems like after 08, you know, your name's on those logs and you're going to, you know, the island and say, oh, no, we were just talking about humanitarian aid to all these countries. <laughs> I don't know how many people are actually going to believe that. Yeah, we wanted away from the glare of the media spotlight. We wanted to be able to conduct business uninterrupted and unfettered. Right, of course. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so for What's Your Story, what do you got today, Scott? Well, I, I mean, kind of dovetailing off that, uh, Aaron Rodgers is out there today. I don't know if you happen to read this or not. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to pop some sort of bottle when the Epstein Associates list is released, and he suggests Jimmy Kimmel's name is going to be on there. He said everyone's excited. There's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. Jimmy Kimmel responded. Not what happy about it. He said, for the record, you a-hole, <laughs> I've never met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein. Nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your recklessness will perhaps lead us to court where we can hash it out there. Now, Jimmy Kimmel's made a living off tossing accusations around against, well, almost always Donald Trump, but he did wish death on everybody who didn't uh, become vaccinated. That was part of his deal. You get the feeling this is about the vaccine, don't you? Well, of course it's about the vaccine because the he went after up. Aaron Rodgers. Right. About the vaccine. Yes. Okay. And uh, listen, I'm not backing Aaron Rodgers on this because <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. We None of us know. But at least from everything that Aaron Rodgers has said in the past, it would seem there he had to have heard that from somewhere. That's it, I, it doesn't seem like he, right. he goes on this national show yeah. and throws Kimmel's name out there without very random. From, yes, yeah. from somewhere. I can't see him doing that. So I don't know where it came from. Um, and I doubt that this ever ends up in court. Well, if you recall, too, Jimmy Kimmel said definitely there was a P-tape, a Russian P-tape, with Donald Trump. No doubt. That oh, he did say that, didn't yeah, he? Of course he did. His whole show is Donald Trump. Well... In some ways, it's amazing that guy still has a career with everything in his past, with the blackface and everything else. Yeah. That he got the pass. He just kind of got down on his knees to the liberal elite, said, yo, I'm sorry, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll say whatever. That's what it seems Apparently like. Apparently he is. Okay. For my story today, for what's your story? They do this every year. Lake Superior State University in Michigan, releasing its annual list of words and phrases that need to be banned. <laughs> I love these. In the new year. Well, let's see, man, because you use some of these. I do? M maybe. Okay. 
Um, hack. I don't think you use that so much. We use it on this show quite often. Man, David hates it. When we're yeah. talking about people who, well, not life hack, but hacks in the media. I don't think that's the that's, version of the okay. word hack they're talking sure. about. Um, impact. Got to make some sort of impact. Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, whatever that means. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I know. That one's going to take me a while if me I got to lose that. I, I know. I do it. And when I do it, I, when it's out there, I, I put it out there, and then it's like, oh, I wish I had that back. Why? Because it sounds so trite at this point. Okay. At the end uh, of the day, yeah. It is at the end of the day, David, it's, it's <laughs> hacky. <laughs> uh, they say uh, what needs to be banished is the word riz. It was just two weeks ago Robbins learned what it meant. I didn't know. I know. But now, it's, see, you, you're way ahead of it. You don't yeah. have to work that hard to lose it. Yeah, I never really had it. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, slay. It's got to be banished. You've used that one before. Have you ever heard me use that, David? As a as a joke. Yeah, as a joke. But never. Like? Just a normal speak. It's usually mocking some female. You slay, yes, queen. You slay, queen. Yes. Oh, good night. Iconic. Needs to be banished. No, that's, yeah. Anybody it gets who hangs around long yeah. enough. Yeah. It does. Cringeworthy. Eh. Not for you, Scott. I don't really use it. Obsessed. Side hustle, <laughs> and then wait for it. Like if you're watching a video, but wait for it. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, if someone's yapping, what are you going to say instead? Shut up. Watch. <laughs> instead of wait for it. Yes, you would need to do that. That sort of thing. I notice watch until the end now is used, or watch until midway through, whenever the punchline is or the thing you need to see. And how often do you actually fall to the end Never. that you feel like Never it do. was satisfactory? Never do. Ever. No. I don't even wait. If it's like 90 seconds in, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not waiting till the end. Really? It, it's gonna... A lot of times, like after show, yeah. you will start watching different videos. And I got to tell you, David and I are looking at each other like it's excruciating. Yeah, it goes on and It'll on. It'll go on for a while, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm bad at that. I, I agree. So, but you're the guy that says, "Hey, if I'm a few seconds in and it's not happening, I'm gone." Well, at the end of the day, I I've call gotta, foul. I've got to uh, make sure that one of my life hacks is not to do that anymore. <laughs> Much more to get to. Is this true? DeSantis is not even in second place anymore. Polling update. Much more coming up right here. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. 
Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins Okay, what's the deal with the Santas? What are these numbers? Well, I mean, this is, I guess, kind of surprising actually, not so much that he's trailing Donald Trump by like 50 some odd points but according to the Real Clear Politics average of polls, they they take all the more credible polls, average those together, so yeah. you get a, a better sense than just one poll over the other. To end the year, uh, DeSantis was in third place behind Nikki Haley. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're they're statistically tied, but I think the way they smoothed the numbers out, uh, 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 Nikki Haley has a slight advantage right now but still that's pretty shocking if you're the DeSantis campaign again not that you're trailing Trump by that much but that now Nikki Haley's technically beating you okay do you think this means for DeSantis say if we get to February and he drops out just for the sake of argument let's say that happens Mm -hmm. is he done like could he ever run for president Uh, no he could come back he's really young I mean you know and he's still wildly popular in Florida. I mean, and amongst a bunch of Republicans. But you got to have money backing you. Yeah, I agree. And the people that backed him this time, do you think they would back him again? I, for the record, I still think he would make a great president. I, I do really too. do. Um, well, Trump can't run again if he wins this time. This is true. So that eliminates him. But aren't you surprised he's getting beat by Nikki Haley? As yeah, bright that, as Ron DeSantis' star was, say, a year ago? Yeah, I think, well, I, I think... One, a lot of the uh, the media knives have been out from for him from the yeah. beginning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you can see it start to shift too to Nikki Haley after that that town hall. I don't know if you saw it. Somebody asked her what the Civil War was about, and she didn't just say slavery. And that was supposed to be this big controversy. And I'm like, okay, okay whatever. I it's it's dumb, but you can tell that media realizes, and a lot of other activists realize. Okay, maybe she is the brighter star. So we have to bury her completely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be. You know, for me, if you think like the height of the DeSantis campaign, it was actually before he even announced he was running. We had so many calls and messages to play that deep fake again and again. People yeah. love the deep fake. It seemed like more than DeSantis just speaking, if you remember that. I just want to make one It thing. was all about him eating pudding with his fingers, right? Right. Because yeah. that was the rumor out there. And I just want to make one thing perfectly clear. You're right, I ate pudding with my fingers. I'm Ron 
DeSantis, if I want to eat pudding with my fingers, I do it. I don't give a who's going to stop me. You get the out of my face. <laughs> so it's an all timer. It really is. I'll eat whatever I want with any utensils. I feel like pizza with a fork. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. Cheerios out of an empty coffee can with a back scratcher. Zero given your mother, <laughs> your mother. That's what you could probably tell it was AI, but still. Right. Yeah. Pretty funny. Uh, crazy story out there. I don't know if you happen to see it. Um, Sephora, they sell moisturizers, different products for yeah. your skin, that sort of thing. There have been people claiming that one of the popular moisturizers attacks or attracts spiders, like big, nasty wolf spiders. Holy Whoa. cow. Yeah. It was one of the drench body butter um, sold by a brand called Sol de Janeiro. Someone gave a one-star review and said they had to stop using it because they were constantly being swarmed by spiders. Dang. The the company's saying, hold on a second. Yeah, I don't know. That that just seems odd to me. Yes. A few people suggested there's two chemicals used to mimic the pheromones from sexually receptive female spiders (laughs) to get the males all worked up. They're saying, hey, there's no science to back that. (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, you got to celebrate the successes. Sometimes you can be so focused on the goal that you have successes along the way and you forget to celebrate them. Right. And the Biden administration right now are celebrating some success at the border. Yeah, at the border. (laughs) This is unreal. Because you're making this up. Yes, of course. You've known me this long. You can't tell when I'm being sarcastic. Well... But but here's the thing: they actually Man. are celebrating successes. That's true at the border. Uh, more than three hundred thousand <laughs> people crossed the border in December, but now the Biden administration is claiming at least a certain amount of victory based off of one day. Uh, here's part of that report from the uh, Today Show this morning. Oh yeah. The Biden administration is getting set to reopen several ports of entry citing a dip in crossings, and today a group of Republican lawmakers are visiting Eagle Pass, Texas. That's one of the border towns that just experienced a record surge. NBC's Morgan Chesky is there for us. Hey, Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Customs and Border Protection reporting in this entire sector of Del Rio and Eagle Pass, a mere 500 migrants were reported on Monday. That dip, enough for one official to call it significant progress. All ahead of that major visit from lawmakers. <laughs> These guys, what do, they, what do they attribute that to? What's changed? You got, you got, you got three hundred thousand people. Everybody already yes. crossed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's down now. A mere five hundred. So we're going to open some other uh, ports of entry. Isn't that great? I don't think it was stopping anyone before. That was part of the problem because you won't secure the border. Jeez. Yeah, I know. What a dumb story that was. It just goes on and on and on. You know what? 
instead of getting frustrated, I'm going to remind myself of the polling on this issue. And the Biden administration is upside down with the American people on it. It's only the far left that are for what's happening right now. Something has to be done. And with every day that goes on, with whether it's New York, Chicago, Denver, saying, hey, we need some help. We can't do this. It just exposes the hypocrisy. And I guess that's what needs to happen. Meanwhile, uh, Pete Buttigieg is celebrating a victory. Uh, Forget all those reports that you read about electric vehicles. Okay? (laughs) And what a terrible last six months it's been. And how dealerships can't move these things. He has good news, David? Uh, Yeah, he was on CNBC today. And the anchor asked him, hey, you know... uh, as far as the projections are concerned, the growth in the EV sales market has not really met at all what we thought we would see. It's uh, been a disaster. It absolutely has been a disaster. Um, and so Pete Buttigieg says, well, hold on a second. You know, demand is still growing, you know. Well- what? Yeah, I mean, at the outset, I want to make clear it's still growing. It's just a matter of the rate of growth. But we are seeing it go through some ups and downs. Uh, we need to make sure that we keep pushing the upfront cost, the sticker price uh, of EVs into a range where more and more Americans feel like uh, like it's to their benefit and uh, feel confident making that choice. Uh, but we know that there are going to be some fluctuations. We also have to make sure there's the charging infrastructure to support that. Uh, there's no question that the industry is headed this way. Okay. No question the They're, industry is heading this way. They tried because Biden gave them a lot of money to do that. And there are a lot of companies who are saying, uh-oh, uh, maybe we uh, missed the mark to how many people would actually want these things. Well, okay. One of the problems when you break it down from everything you've read, it's not just the price tag. It is the charging stations. And people are nervous about driving you know, a decent length without being able to get a charge. Uh, you know what? The infrastructure's not there. This has been talked about, you know, from people that know this stuff for a long time. You read a lot about it. But I guess it takes it actually happening in front of people for the word to really spread. I don't know if you heard about this local story out of Philadelphia about, you know, they they are very proud of all of the EVs they have that are owned by the city. Very proud of it. Except they don't have their own charging stations. They take the public ones. Oh, geez. Really? You know, and David, I know you coming from a news background and part of local news, it, uh, how would I put this nicely? It's not living up to what it was, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. But this is actually an example of a local news outlet doing its job, at least in my opinion. We'll just pick it up at the beginning of the story from Philadelphia. This story started with videos sent in from a tipster and a text. Time to lay back and watch a show for an hour on city time. What? The person says the video shows city workers charging or waiting to charge their city-owned electric cars. Okay, so while it takes so long to do it, they can, you know, sit there on their phone... Read a couple of chapters, whatever it might be. The tipster tells us the workers told him they have to charge at this South Philly public lot because the city doesn't have enough of its own chargers. How's that possible? You're talking about cart before the horse. Yes. No kidding. So we wanted to see for ourselves. Day after day, visit after visit, we found city cars plugged. 
and EV owners waiting. It does like plug up and really kind of backlog the people that are waiting. And One of the cars taking up a spot while Abe Berger waited was a city vehicle. Yeah, so they interviewing this dude who's just like waiting there. And I'm guessing, say, Scott, you don't know how long it takes to wait and then get your car charged, right? Right. It can take up to an hour to get a full battery at these fast chargers. It would be nice, you know, for them to... Hold on! Did she say at these fast chargers? That's what she said. Holy smoke! Chargers. It would be nice, you know, for them to have a way to charge overnight in, like, their own facility. Turns out they do. The city won't say where those chargers are located. What?! (laughs) I gotta tell you. Isn't this crazy? I gotta tell you. What? <laughs> right, it so, goes on. To be fair, I'll let it play out a little bit. But a city source sent us the map and list of where the city's 107 EV chargers are located. Okay. For its fleet of 261 EVs. Many of the chargers are located in fleet shops where cars would go if they break down. They aren't regular charging spots. Other chargers are located at facilities that aren't even assigned electric vehicles, such as these police districts and the prisons complex. Who is running the show? If this is any business and decisions like this are made, people get fired, man. Yeah, you don't have This is nuts. You don't have it at the lot where that vehicle might park? Right. That's what you figure in your head. Okay, it's a city electric vehicle. When they park it for the night, they're charging it for the next day. Call me goofy. That's just the way I well, thought of it. it lot, that's not it at all. Yeah, a lot of them take those cars home, too, at night. At times, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then consider that the department that has the most EVs in the city doesn't have any chargers what? at its offices. Instead, L&I workers are told to use the chargers owned by EVgo, including the station in South Philly. That's where we met oh. Kevin Taylor waiting to plug in. It's like, man, you got to wait here 40 minutes, 50 minutes. And then you got to spend another hour here to charge. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, but Andres, our producer, just uh, texted saying normal charge takes about three hours, depending on the car. The fast charger, maybe an hour. So what I want to know is whose cousin owns the uh, the lots where they have to go to charge. Right. Because that's yeah. what this is about. Somebody's cousin in the city is getting rich off of this. I would guess so. Yes. But you think about, you know, different cities across the country. Is this happening all over the place? Is this just Philly? Well, that seems like a I, – I don't know any city. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention. I don't know any city that has that many EV vehicles in the in the pool of cars and other vehicles in the cities. Well, from everything a lot. that I've understood, that's been, you know, a source of pride with city leaders. Like, we're leading the way. Yeah, well, I've seen buses that are EV yeah, you know that kind of thing, but I don't. I don't know if I've seen any city cars rolling around with it or EVs, but I I could be wrong about that. Who knows? Yeah, uh, switching gears, completely different story. I didn't know this until I read it. Maybe you've already heard that it is January. Harry, January. Had you Harry. heard that? Yeah. No. Um, it's encouraging women to stop shaving, waxing, and plucking. First month of the year, and all of a sudden. Scott Robbins, David Van Camp, speechless. Well, hey, man, let your freak flag fly, I guess. Nah, man, whatever man. you want to do, what? Uh, I don't want a hairy-legged woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What yeah. about Harry Pitts? No Harry Pitts either. No? Okay. Uh, apparently, the Harry Instagram account has over 40,000 followers. Yes. You know what the goals are? Hard to say. Promoting self-confidence. There you go. 
challenging societal beauty standards. All right. Okay. Well, then you do it, all right? Just keep doing it. <laughs> you know, bitch about where all the nice guys are afterwards or what. You know, fine. Be That's here. why I brought it up. Go ahead. Just let, let it go. <laughs> Cornrow it while you're at it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Golly. Also, creating a supportive community where people can share their journey. Oh, bug God. There you go. There's a word I want. Ext- gone. I'm on my journey. Listen, you're the only person on this show that watches The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever. The yeah, goal. You, you watch them all. You take the word journey away from these people. They can't talk. What would they say? It's been an incredible, what, what do they say? Ride a life. <laughs> Portion of life, I don't know. Slice of life. Everything's a journey, though. Going to the liquor store is a journey. <laughs> well, depending on your neighborhood, that might actually be true. Well, yeah. It could be. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's January. So if you hadn't heard that before, it's uh, meant to be liberating. Uh, it gets women to think about the way that they treat their own body and why. Okay. Why they do it. All right. Okay. Go ahead there, furry. <laughs> furry something completely different. That's a that's a costume. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Okay. Much to get to. Um, oh, people are canceling their streaming services. And we have uh, another news update to get to straight ahead right here. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. All right. Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. 
Uh, happened yesterday. The conflict, as they say, Israel-Hamas. Remember, yes. Netanyahu, leaders in Israel, said, we're going to go after Hamas wherever they are. Basically, we're going to find them and we're going to kill them. And then uh, it happens. People seem surprised, like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be a greater conflict outside the region. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching some of the coverage uh, this morning. NBC. A strike in Lebanon's capital killed a senior Hamas leader and heightening fears now of a wider conflict in the Middle East. Were they not supposed to do it? I mean, we've always known that's what's going to happen. That's what should happen, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is where Palestinians are gathering for a day of rage, a direct reaction to last night's assassination in Beirut. And there's real fears here that that rage could spill over borders and engulf the entire region in war. Okay, let me get this straight. The people there are calling for a day of rage, yet the fear is it's going to spread. Yes. I like the the people there are calling for a day of rage in their open-air prison while Mm -hmm. they're just minding their own business and Big Bad Israel is bombing them. Correct. Got it. Okay, more of the coverage. The assassination of a top Hamas leader left a massive blaze in Beirut. Hamas accused Israel of killing its second-in-command, Salah yeah. al-Aruri, among other leaders. Al-Aruri had a $5 million American bounty on his head. This eyewitness said it wasn't a military jet. It was a drone. It had a low sound. Yeah. It did massive damage, too. But it was a targeted strike. You couldn't say, well, they blew up the whole hospital. All right. these people know it, it was incredibly targeted. el was one of the founding members of Hamas's military wing and a key liaison with other countries and militant groups. Okay. He's praised Hamas's October 7th terror attack against Israel. In al birthplace of Ramallah, the anger started boiling last night. Getting, uh, Killing Saleh el in the center of Beirut will never put an end to our struggle to achieve our goals, this man tells me. I don't think... Anything gets in the way of the goals, does it? No, We're not always really. hearing about the two-state solution, all of this different stuff, and it, you always come back to the same point with all of it. At least in my estimation. Hezbollah's leader has pledged a response to any assassinations in Lebanon. So you're harboring terrorists. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Yes. I mean, we're not playing tag and there's a home base where you're, you're free. Right? I mean, no. No. Uh, no, you harbor it them, you keep the mind. them, then you have invited this sort of behavior. Agree. Whether it spills outside your border or not is not up to me, I guess. I I can't guess if it will or it won't. Yeah. But, man, I mean... Oh, here's the last part of the update. And yesterday, an American intelligence official said that U.S. intelligence agreed with the Israelis that the Al-Shifa hospital in the Gaza Strip had been used as a command center by Hamas. Now, Israel's attacks on the Al-Shifa hospital back in November had been controversial. Controversial, yeah, I, you I say? Mean, we're, we're playing this thing like there are rules. Well, again... I mean... The- Something that was debunked is like, and now yeah, it, right. officials are saying, well, yeah, didn't we already know that? Yeah. Can you explain that to me, David? No, well, other than uh, it's it's a really neat way of just saying, yeah, we were kind of wrong in our early coverage, but uh, yeah, we agree now. Right. It was controversial, the operations that uh, that Israel conducted in and around the hospital area, but uh, that's all we're going to say about it. It right. was controversial because we took Hamas's word for it at the time. Right. And believed their crazy numbers, even though they've lied repeatedly in the past. It's just infuriating, man. Yeah, it is.
I uh, did see this out of the Wall Street Journal. Americans are canceling more of their streaming services. As Hulu, Netflix, and other streamers are turning to bundles, discounts, and ad-supported plans as customer defections rise. Yep. Gotten anything? I did. Yeah. We're looking at all sorts of different things. Like, yeah, what, that, what, what do we have? We, we got to get rid of this. We don't use it that much. Whatever it might be. What were you going to say, David? Oh, I, I just, we don't really have any. We cut them a while ago just because the most things we ever watch on TV are uh, maybe occasionally movies, and mostly it's YouTube videos for the kids. Yeah, you got kids under the age of five. Yeah, you're in sort of viewing purgatory right now for a few years. There's one thing, though. They got these remote control uh, construction vehicle videos. My son loves them, and I find them mesmerizing. No kidding. I'll sit there and go like, okay, we can watch TV for 15 minutes. Puts on his trucks watches them and they're like going driving these fake dump trucks dumping sand and stuff into other trucks and i 30 minutes later i realize oh crap i overshot the mark well not only that it gets you away from the news cycle which is good right. it's, yeah it's like soothing it's a, probably a good thing this is the markley van camp and robin show okay biggest story today still the border uh to me yeah it's the border the fact that you have three hundred thousand people crossing into the united states uh, in the last month, and the Biden administration is saying, well, we only had 500 cross on Monday. Our plan is working, sir. All right? <laughs> what are you complaining about? Give us more money. Right. More money to get more people at the border, what, so that they can process people quicker to come into the uh, country? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. We'll get to the latest on that. Um, also, Harvard, <laughs> this story, presses on with inclusiveness okay. that was a nice eye roll there scott robbins wow. yeah we'll get to that and much more coming up right here Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Focused on solutions, that's Alejandro Mayorkas, the no. fine director of Homeland Security. Well, yeah, the <laughs> House of Representatives is finally getting around to impeaching the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, the first hearing, I believe, is a week from today. Uh, he was asked about that on MSNBC this morning. Okay. You know, uh, you mentioned um, earlier in our conversation uh, that I uh, joined the bipartisan group of senators to work on a legislative solution to a broken immigration system. Uh, I was uh, on the Hill yesterday to provide technical advice okay. in those ongoing negotiations. They should have got him sized, is what they should have done, for the dog collar. Oh, yeah. The shot collar. Yeah. Every time he lies. <laughs> Before I headed to the Hill, I was in the office working on solutions. Uh After my visit to the Hill, I was back in my office working on solutions. And when you were working on that, what did you come up with? Can you give me one thing that you came up with? That's that's what I would really love to hear. Let me see your work. 
You've been at this yeah, for let, a while. Let, let me see your work. You've been working on it diligently. Where are you? Exactly. How are you going to yeah. secure the border? Let's have a look. There's nothing. Of course there's nothing. That's what we do in the Department of Homeland That's Security. What That's what this administration no. is focused on. Solutions to problems. That you will cooperate with the hearings, the investigation here? No. I most certainly will. No, he won't. He will come in there like he always does. He knows exactly what questions are going to be asked, and he won't have the answer. I, and and mm-hmm. I, I can get back to you on that, and we just need to look into that. It's the same thing over and over, over and over. over. Again, man, that's what drives everybody crazy. Because if this happened at your workplace, that person would be freaking fired. No questions asked. Hasn't done his job. Okay. Also found out the Epstein list release has been delayed, or at least partly, David. Uh, yeah. Uh, three names have been granted an extension until January 22nd. One of them, who was labeled as John Doe, is a female. So I... Um, I, I'm not sure if that's potentially a victim or I, I don't know. We have no idea. That's the point of why we kind of want to see the list of who was in and around Jeffrey Epstein. Um, initially, it was being reported that all more than 150 names that have been sealed up to this point were going to be delayed until uh, towards the end of this month. In fact, it's only three names uh, so far. So. Presumably, at some point, starting today, they're going to start dropping some names. And again, we don't know the timelines as far as the names of, you know, what who was on the plane when. Was it post 0708 after Jeffrey Epstein was already in jail and then got out afterwards? All that stuff, it's, it's kind of fuzzy in the details. But that means something. Yeah. Because once you know... This guy is a known pedophile and sex trafficker, and you decide you're still going to hang. Hang out with the dude, get on the jet with him or whatever. You at least have to know that's a bad look. Yeah, At the uh, least. Yeah. Right. I mean, was the fantasy football draft for his league on his island? <laughs> you know, had to bring where, home. Where your mind goes well, on this I, I mean, I'm just trying to think of plausible <laughs> excuses besides the sex trafficking that was going on. We can't do the draft online. We can't do it at the local sports bar. But we like to do it in person, yeah. And and unfettered. But what was the name of the island? Pedo Island. But a Pedo Island. Yeah, right. That's when I can really focus on my fantasy draft. I didn't know it was called Pedo Island, okay? I I thought it was Pedro. I was really into Napoleon Dynamite at the time. (laughs) Right, yeah. I learned to dance. Right. Somebody asked me the other day, do you think Trump's name is on the list? And, like, if Trump's name was on the list, we'd have known about it well, years ago. Well, Trump, remind me if I have this wrong, he knew Jeffrey Epstein oh, yeah. and even hung out a little bit, but he booted him out of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, because yeah. he was creeping on some of the girls there. And, um, there, yeah, during the initial investigation of Jeffrey Epstein, because Libs always love to show the photo oh, yeah. of, like, Jeffrey Epstein hanging out with Trump at Mar-a-Lago and whatnot. But they never tell you the story. No, according to the prosecutors, the people who were trying to put Jeffrey Epstein in jail... Uh, he was kind of the only big-name cooperating witness at the time because Trump was like, yeah, the guy was a creep. I booted him out of my club. Right. Oh, no. They're not, they're not going to mention that when they cover the story. You know, did anybody ever wonder where all this money was coming from? Everybody wonders that because nobody knows why everybody was exactly. giving him all that money exactly. yeah, right. to For manage, what? even though he didn't really have a great track record. No, 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 he didn't. Blackmail can get you a lot of cash. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. That's just, you know, the whole part of it. Uh, of course, another big story out there is not only that the Harvard president resigned. People had seen that coming for a while. We were a little late on the bet, David. We had yeah, bet Scott it was going to happen, what, the Monday before Christmas? Yep. And they stalled it out. Still got fired. Well, um, she resigned. She didn't get fired. Right. Is there a difference in this? I guess it is because she still works there. Yeah. And still making the same money from what I understand. Yeah, what is, is that it? what you saw? Like eight or nine hundred grand. Yes. It's unreal. Um and you wondered, okay, how will legacy media handle this story? Because you knew when she came out there and did, you know, the whole resignation, it was self aggrandizing. There was no real apology. Uh, any of that stuff. Um, she certainly hinted at racism, if not just outright calling it racism, that sort of thing. Did you hear how it was uh, reported on NBC? You interested? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. About unrelenting scrutiny from critics who say she mishandled anti-Semitism on Harvard's campus, as well as plagiarism allegations in her academic work, which she has denied. Gay writing, it has been distressing to have doubt cast on my commitments to confronting hate and to upholding scholarly rigor to bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am. Yeah. Here we go to the who I am thing again. Okay, David, I know you've read a lot about plagiarism accusations there's no way to say that's not plagiarism no i mean even even if you run it through uh one of the many online tools available uh uh some of the works that she did the one of them i think is grammarly actually uh oh dude flags on a side note yeah grammarly flagged the resignation letter as plagiarism really yes i just saw that earlier this morning on twitter yes yeah how about that (laughs) We were joking about that yesterday. But yeah, she plagiarized the resignation letter, and it did show up on Grammarly. Yep, flagged it. Anyway, go ahead, but, David. But yeah, so uh, I mean, it's 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 interesting watching people sort of twist themselves into knots and ignore the part of the story, according to the uh, uh, newspaper at Harvard, uh, that some of the the pressure was coming from inside the house. Not necessarily from the the corporate board that they have at Harvard, but from individual professors who are saying, "Hey, man, we have we've punished students for far less than what we're seeing here." You can say it's sloppy. Mm-hmm. You can say you didn't you didn't say your sources right. That's all fine and good, but at the end of the day, we we really have punished students for less than what you did. No doubt about it. Um, Oh, here's another clip from the coverage. Harvard's governing body accepting Gay's resignation. Writing a statement, she acknowledged missteps and has shown remarkable resilience in the face of deeply personal and sustained attacks. Both on and off campus, Tuesday's move splitting (laughs) the Harvard community. Sustained attacks. What have the attacks been other than plagiarism? They were called out on it. There was that, of course, you know, her testimony in front of Congress. Which was awful. Yes. Well, as far as, you know, talking about the eradication of the Jews, I mean, it depends on the context. People are like, are you joking me? So she was criticized for that and the plagiarism. What else? Okay, maybe the glasses. Well. Maybe the whole look. Yeah. You know, there's always, that's always part of it. She wasn't there very long in her role. No, five months. Yeah, the shortest ever in the history of Harvard. Got that going for you. Yes. Meanwhile, Gay will stay on as a faculty member. Failed to mention, as far as I know, at the same money. 
It was interesting. New York Post, Michael Goodwin had a piece. And he brought up an interesting point to all of this, talking about the secretive Harvard board in all of this, who apparently threatened the New York Post and possibly others who dared question her background and qualifications. Like threatening lawsuits, stuff yeah. like that. Said that alone must force them out of the shadows. They need to explain why they refuse to make the decision to part ways with gay sooner raises two major questions. Why? And think about this, because I haven't heard too many people bring this up. Maybe you have. In its vetting process, did the board not discover the numerous examples of her copying other people's work without getting credit? I mean, regular professors in college check their students for this stuff. You're Harvard. This person wants to be the president. You didn't check it out. Yeah, well, they it were didn't under take pressure. Christopher Rufo very long to figure this out. You know why? Because it didn't matter. None of that mattered. Are you saying she was a diversity hire? That's absolutely <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think the record backs that up. Yeah, it says as even the New York Times reluctantly admitted, the Post and private bloggers found problems that the board didn't, and it wasn't hard. And why, when rampant plagiarism emerged, did the board continue to ignore and downplay her unprofessional work when some examples of the surface violate the standards Harvard imposes on faculty and students, as you said, David? So, yeah, a bad look all the way around. And do you think this is going to be a turning point for the country, the way we look at the elite universities? I mean, for a lot of us, yeah. it's been that way for a while, but I'm talking about just regular folks that don't do this for a living every day no i don't i don't know i really don't i i, I think uh probably not because of the way that you know the today shows of the world and cnn msnbc are covering it if they're following this story at all she is still presented as a uh, sympathetic figure a victim yeah you know over the break i was talking with a lady um, we're just stumbling on different, you know, parts of conversation, things were in the news and what I do, that sort of stuff. And it was interesting because in the last 20 years, how her views have changed so much. And one of the things was the elite universities, like could not believe what she had seen over time and talking about when she went to a university, how it was nothing like it is now and what it's about. So at least that's my hope that it's starting to turn the page a little bit. Uh, mentioned this briefly yesterday, people that uh, make New Year's resolutions. It's about a third of the population. Um, one thing interesting, 16% of people plan to at some point. Not quite sure what that means. Yeah. I like mean, when do you stop saying Happy New Year? What's the date? Yeah, there <laughs> seems like there's kind of a deadline there. Right. Well, okay, so say, say it went like this. You decided, okay, for a resolution, I'm going to get my eating in order. Like, I went a little crazy over the holidays, a lot of stuff like that. And then you had maybe New Year's Day off. It was Monday. And you're thinking, well, I want to start it fresh on a Monday. I mean, there's no need starting it like yesterday on a Tuesday. You just go through this week, and then maybe you start it Monday. So yeah, maybe you that's think Squirrel Appreciation Monday. Day, and I can't do it then. Well, yeah. I mean, or you're saying, you know what, 12 days of Christmas, I'm still celebrating, exactly. and I, that's right. not going to yeah. end until no, Sunday. True. Yeah. So I would keep rolling with the fudge right. and the cookies yeah. and all that sort of thing. Maybe I leftovers. You know, sure. Clear right. those out. Okay. Oh, Dave's got a story about an armed man breaking into the building where the Colorado Supreme Court works. We will get to that in a news update straight ahead.
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. <laughs> The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. What's the story in Colorado, David? Oh, I don't know if you saw this making the rounds last night, but uh, apparently a guy with a gun broke into the building that houses the Colorado Supreme Court in Denver. Open fire was re- was arrested. He surrendered to police. Apparently he got into a car accident outside or nearby somewhere. Uh, brought out the gun, pointed at the person he got into a car accident with, then forced his way into the building that houses the Supreme Court in Colorado, among other uh, 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 state judicial offices. Um, and he fired a gun. He Apparently there was an unarmed security guard, one of two people in the building at the time, uh, that he took keys from. Um, anyway, uh, this has nothing to do with the Trump ruling, apparently. But, of course, every media outlet is going, (laughs) Mega bro! Well, you know that there have been some threats against the Colorado Supreme Court because of their 4-3 decision to remove Trump from the ballot in Colorado. Right. It has nothing to do with that. The, the cops have said as much. But, of course, they most of the stories actually focus on what uh uh what the ruling was instead of here's this guy with a gun i'm just kind of wondering though if you're really worried about this like heightened security issue there's only two people in the building and the security guard is unarmed i was gonna ask about that well yeah, you're exactly you're kind of yeah. telling on yourself there aren't you yeah if that's the policy don't tell people yeah, right holy cow man so 
in the different stories you've seen then, so they talk about, okay, this guy, and he breaks in and he fires shots. They don't give you the whole context of it was just in the area, and that's how it went down, had nothing to do with any decision that dealt with Trump. Well, they, 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 they just leave that part out and lead the reader or watcher to believe that it had something to do with a Trump fan uh, that was upset with the Supreme Court in Colorado. Yeah, they, they include the, the police statement that there's a high probability. Uh, but again, a lot of the focus of the story is about the Colorado Supreme Court and alleged threats that have been made against them. It's disgusting. Because in the end, what are you doing? You're deceiving people. You know you're deceiving people. You're not after the truth. You can get by with it, though. Right, to shape right. your worldview. Exactly. But it's not based in truth. You're, you're lying to people. It's disgusting. I know we get used to it all the time, but then we get like a week off, and then you come back to it, and you're like, hey, yeah. those people are freaking lying. You do become immune almost to a point it where it's like yes. you just lie to so often, you just shrug your shoulders at some point. Like, well, I'm going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know what? I saw, I think it was on Twitter. Yeah, it was uh, James O'Keefe. You know, who a lot of times, as he has said, you know, he can have vengeance in his heart for everything that uh, he's been through over time. But he said, you know, at some point we got to appeal to our better angels and against the dark side of human nature itself. When you gaze into the abyss, it gazes back. And it tells you what you're made of. I know that sounds like really high and mighty, but in the, in a weird way, it's true. It's like you get used to people just lying every day. It yep. sucks. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this thing at the border, of course it's a crisis. It's been a crisis for a long time. And you hear the coverage of this, and finally, of course, legacy media is paying attention to it because you've got major American cities run by Democrats that now have to deal with the problem thanks to Greg Abbott of Texas. And it was a great idea. It's like, hey, we can't, yeah. we can't take any more people. What are we going to do? But that's not exactly how the coverage goes as what 
We heard from NBC earlier. This was ABC this morning. Texas Governor Greg Abbott flying and busing hundreds to cities, including New York, Washington, D.C., Denver, and here in Chicago, creating a crisis for many mayors. No city should be going through this, and it's not sustainable. The answer is for our national government to resolve this issue. But Biden defending his administration and passing the blame onto Republicans. And then it's the soundbite of him saying, well, we need more money. Right. They always need more money. Count it's on a broken that. broken system. Yeah. No, you could have secured the border a long time ago. You refused to do it because this is what you wanted. Just now, Democrats have to pay attention to it because it's happening in these cities. And this was another part of the coverage. Texas now resorting to leaving migrants on the outskirts of these cities in an effort to skirt new laws. This Illinois sheriff describing the confusion. We didn't know if these buses were lost. We didn't know if they were intentionally dropping them in surrounding communities. We really didn't have a whole lot of information. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, when you have hate mongers like the mayors of New York and Chicago saying, sorry, we, we're not... We're not going to take any of you anymore, causing the Statue of Liberty to absolutely weep. You know, yeah, that that's for Arizona and California and yeah. Texas, New Mexico. You guys deal with that. Yeah, I, I mean, you got to figure out creative ways to to just bring these people to the promised land. Okay, and then you had Mayorkas, and you had this clip. What was this? MSNBC. He's saying it's Greg Abbott's fault. Yeah. The governor of Texas. Listen. So um, we have taken action on the border. And no, we've haven't. taken action with respect to the challenges that cities across the country are facing. Let me, let me identify one fundamental problem here. And that is the fact that we have one governor in the state of Texas who is refusing to cooperate with other, other governors and other local officials and coordinate efforts to address a challenge that our country, which this country should uh, stand united to address, that our country is facing. You won't close the border. Yeah. It's been this way for three years. Plus the fact all these governors have gone on record many times saying they're a sanctuary city. Oh, the different mayors? Yeah, our yeah. mayors and governors and everything. What do we need to talk about? Nothing to talk about. Yeah. Well, the one thing that's always missing from the coverage, and I, I brought this up because I, I think it bears repeating, is that the number of migrants who are being bussed and flown into these cities, mm -hmm. the number of migrants who are being bussed there, courtesy of the governor of Texas, pales in comparison to the number of them that have been... Uh, sent the, that way by the federal government itself 100 percent. they true. never point that out i think governor abbott i think the number is something like about a third of the of the uh, illegals that are being shipped out to other parts of the country are are courtesy of the state of texas and they used to do that in the middle of the night yeah. in new york the flights would come in and you would have different reporters out there to say, oh, my yeah. gosh, this truly is happening. They're just dropping people off here. Yeah, and there's it, denials and everything else. Oh, yeah. I remember Jen Psaki, who was the White House press secretary at the time. Someone asked her, hey, what about, like, middle of the night, you're unloading planes in upstate New York or uh, in the surrounding communities around the New York City metro? Uh, and then she actually quibbled. Uh, I think it was Peter Ducey. Probably was Peter Ducey uh, who, who asked the question. She said, well, I don't know if 2 a.m. is really the middle of the night. Yes, I do remember that. Golly. Parsing that part. Yeah. 
for fun, I went back because, you know, they brought Mayorkas. This was almost two and a half years ago. This is October 2021. And Ron Johnson from Wisconsin is asking Mayorkas some questions. Of course, he doesn't have any answers to anything. If you want to hear a little bit of this to remind you. repeatedly stated that our borders are not open, that they're closed. Do you honestly believe that our borders are closed? Um, Senator, uh, I do. And um, let me um, uh, let me speak uh, to that. We now no, l- l- let me ask you a couple of questions here. <laughs> Johnson um, couldn't help himself. We re- this committee received it was dated September 11th, but apparently this letter was not received till Thursday. Long story short, it's all these letters. All these people are going everywhere. Mayorkas has no answer to anything. He said the secretary and other political appointees within DHS have provided factually incorrect information to congressional representatives. Oh, and to the American public. Mm hmm. So let me ask you, Mr. Secretary, of the 1.3 million people that we've apprehended, how many people have been returned? How many people are being detained? This is two and a half years ago. How many people have been dispersed? And I want some numbers here. So we've got, again, 1.3 million people. How many people have been returned? Mm -hmm. How many people are being detained? How many people have been dispersed to all points around America? Uh, Senator, I would be pleased to provide you with that data. I want them now. <laughs> Why don't you have that information now? Uh, Senator, I do not have that data. Why not? Army. Why don't you have that basic information? And it just goes on from there. This guy's done this forever. So finally, Republicans are getting around to impeaching this guy? Finally? <laughs> Should have been done a long right, time ago. He didn't so do his long, job. Right? Yeah. Okay, I know you had a news update on something, David. Oh, well, this is just kind of crazy here. Um, so I, you may have heard New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez had another, well, superseding indictment added on top of what of the bribery charges he already faces. Okay. Now, this was really interesting. On MSNBC, as this story was breaking, it just so happened that Alicia Menendez, that's Bob's daughter, okay. was anchoring. She was She works for the network, and she was doing a fill-in work well she's not going to report on her dad obviously right. so it's just kind of clunky though uh she doesn't even mention it as she's going to break they're talking about the uh, uh the uh, japan airlines crash and she just goes oh we got breaking news here's the audio of this okay thank you so much for your expertise and for spending some time with us we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with some breaking news right after this Hello, I'm Arnold Melbourne with some breaking legal news. New Jersey United States Senator Robert Menendez now facing new allegations in a second superseding indictment that's just filed by a federal grand jury from his DOJ prosecution. Now, there you go. I, you know, that's I, a tough spot, man. I, I do think, you know, maybe, maybe this is unfair. I, I don't know. I could, I could, I, I could at least grasp the uh, the take that hey, it's unfair to say that you can't work in media because your dad happens to be a politician. I just think it seems so slimy, though. I mean, you talk about nepotism at work. You have this, uh, yeah. you know, the daughter of a, of a longtime senator who's a mm-hmm. uh, fill-in anchor and contributor on a news network in America. Boy, that, that just that's, feels wrong to me. Yeah, wait till they're out of office, one way or another. Well, and that way they could work together at the network. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they can carpool it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what usually happens. I mean, it's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. You go to some sort of office, and then you're on MSNBC or CNN or one well, of those. You got like Jenna then, Bush is on NBC. 
Yeah, that's if anything like the outlier. Yeah, it wasn't uh, Chelsea because she doesn't do much politics. No, hardly any. No, at all, she does actually. the. It's like, all the wine drinking with Hoda. Isn't right, it? it's right, the midday right. mimosas. That's the name of the show: midday mimosas with <laughs> yeah, Hoda that, and Jenna. That's what she does. I mean, pretty soon it's going to be Hunter Biden hosting Rockin' New Year's Eve. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Interviewing Dad. That'd yeah. Be great. Yeah. And you had another update, too? Yeah. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one, but Joe okay. Biden thinks that uh, uh, Donald Trump is an authoritarian and apparently is going huh. to be delivering a campaign speech on January 6th to highlight the authoritarianism of Donald Trump. Oh, boy. It's a significant okay. moment for Biden to let American voters know what is at stake this election cycle. My gosh. Well, they better get him all jacked up on goofballs as he's going to deliver kidding. a real speech. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was before yeah. the break. Yeah. When it was Alex Jones and Tucker talking about different sources they had that he's taking amphetamines in the White yeah. House. Keep it rolling. Well, remember the one thing he did at the speech where he didn't blink? Oh, yes. Throughout the whole thing. Yes. It's like his eyes never moved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Are we, okay. Predictions. We're a few days away from January 6th. So Biden's going to give a speech. Kamala will be talking somewhere. Are we going to have the comparisons to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor again? Absolutely, we will. Yeah. Unreal. Drinking contest. How many times Hitler's mentioned? Because, <laughs> you know, that's going to be several. Seriously, could you ever get to the point? Could you do that? Say if someone offered you $3 million to get out there and try to convince people that January 6th was right along the lines of Pearl Harbor or 9-11. No. Could you do it? I couldn't. Your soul would be screaming at you, no! There are some things more important than money. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not worried about internal damnation, (laughs) maybe, right? And oh, man. I uh, saw this, um, you know, people getting back to work after a little break. They say the afternoon slump officially starts about 3 o'clock and lasts 29 minutes. Mm. You get a little lack of energy in the afternoon. Yeah. Because the caffeine wore off, might be general boredom. That's not anything we ever have to worry about, to be honest. You say a general lot of things. boredom? Yes. No. I don't know of any day that goes by where any of us are like, man, I'm bored. I was bored right. a little bit during break. I was bored a couple of times. Yeah, I can't say that. There just wasn't really much going on or nothing to do. and But not at the job. No, 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 no. No. It's always stuff going on. Lack of energy. Well, sometimes that can happen, depending on yeah. how you slept. Yeah. True. David's got two kids under the age of five. Yeah. You have, you have a sleep disorder? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have my moments, but. Yes. Or you need to eat. It has happened where my stomach will growl and you can it actually will. hear it on the air. It's it's audible. <laughs> For those of you who went, man, that, that sounds like somebody's stomach growl. It was. <laughs> Could be. Um, yeah, that's some of the reasons why you hit, hit it. Um, if I had some energy drink to hawk right now, I would do it. But currently, I'm not sponsored, so it's go. not happening. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you can get some... Uh, you know, some medications for that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But nothing I'm getting paid to talk about. So no, I'm not, not yet. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Oh, man. A couple of things we haven't had a chance to get to yet. Biden's chances of winning are low. And a news update straight ahead.
Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I just saw this story. I'm like, is this real? Apparently it is. The fact checkers at PolitiFact. I saw this at Hot Air. I want you to know that there are some conservatives out there that are lying, trying to convince you that Hillary Clinton is a reptile. <laughs> and that contrary to your instinct to agree, she is not. Hillary Clinton is human, says PolitiFact. Yeah. They had fact checkers on that? <laughs> Reptile. <laughs> Holy I, smokes, man. Well, based on PolitiFact's track record, um, I'm now more convinced than ever that Hillary Clinton <laughs> is actually, in fact, a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. you got to fact check that. Yeah. You probably know this. Does that come somewhere from the Alex Jones thing years ago, talking about Hillary Clinton when he said she was a demon? Yeah. That not sort a of thing? person, but yeah. That sort of thing. We still have that, don't we? To make you poor and pathetic. We have all their white papers. They hate you. <laughs> yeah. They hate prosperity. They <laughs> hate God. They hate children. And damn them to hell. <laughs> I, we're going to find the lever to beat these people, and they're they're going to be beat. Is this look the one with Hillary? Face, yes. Have a look at her with that demon face. That's a freaking demon. <laughs> we're going to have President Linda Blair, people. <laughs> I'm not going to go along with it. <laughs> but he didn't call her a reptile. <laughs> no, not demon that time. Pers- 
demon person. Was there another time he called her a reptile? Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't really. Well, follow somebody Alex did Jones because that. it was fact checked. Somebody called her that. Well, I think most of the time it's a meme. Well, I, I've seen Hillzilla. <laughs> That's one of the. I, I every once in a while somebody will send us. You know, different listeners will yeah. send us. Uh, like stickers and and right. t-shirts yeah. or whatever yeah. that they've made. One of them was actually Hillary Clinton's face put on uh, Godzilla. Yo, oh, yes, yeah. it's, it's freaking phenomenal. <laughs> Fact check: Hillary Clinton is not actually Godzilla. Okay. Going on with the story, I think we can debate whether Hillary Clinton is fully human. Well, it depends on whether you consider psychopaths as fully human or not. But I think we can state with confidence that nobody who is likely to read a PolitiFact fact check is also likely to believe that Hillary Clinton is a lizard person. That is hilarious. By the way, as we are now into 2024, anyone predicting that Hillary will swoop in and be the Democratic nominee? That, that's one that if it's not Joe Biden, I, I can't see that anybody would really get behind Kamala Harris. Nope. But nobody's going to get behind Kamala Harris. I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I I tend to think, yeah, if they're going to parachute somebody in, it's going to be definitely not lizard person, wink, wink, uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. What about Michelle Obama? She doesn't want it. Why would she, right? No. No need. I heard somebody today say Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, brokered convention. Mm-hmm. No, I, there's a brokered convention. If there's a contested convention or open uh, convention, I, I think that's Hillary coming yeah, in. I, I agree with you on that. Wow, Hillary and Trump part two. Dang. Then but I no think Hillary wins. But no one bets on this today, right? Were you I'll looking bet to it. bet? Sure, why not? I'm in the hole enough already. That she is going to be the nominee? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I don't know if that. Joe's going to go quietly. Yeah, you know, know that that's the real question. I know. Um, you are in a hole. Oh, why you're, not? You're gonna, yeah, you, we'll, you're okay. You're going to owe more because of the Kim Kardashian thing you're going to have to pay up on because she's not running for president. No, she's not. Yeah. I'll, so you're I'll saying Hillary's the nominee? I'll say Hillary will be the nominee. Yes. Five or ten? Ten. For both of us, or just one? For both. Oh well, I'm in. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll put it on that. the board. Yep. Um. By the way, uh, lighter note, there's a new trend. Don't know if you've heard of it. Buddy moons. Not a honeymoon, a buddy moon. What? Friends and family are invited. What? What are you talking about? Instead of a honeymoon, it's a buddy moon. So you're on a honeymoon, but you bring your friends. You bring your friends and everybody with. Well, what the hell would you do that for? (laughs) That's that's a a really good question. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, Biggest story of the day is that the Biden administration is apparently trying to do a uh, victory lap over the fact that only 500 people crossed on Monday. Now, that was back up to 4,000 yesterday, Uh, but 4,000, better than 10,000, okay? Right? We've seen a significant reduction in the number of people crossing the border, all right? Well, he's seen the polling. He's upside down there with uh, his policy at the border, so just trying to what? change the tune i don't think people are going to buy that i'm surprised they don't go to percentages now right 60 percent decrease oh yeah they try to say that with yeah, right exactly. reducing the deficit which they, we haven't done they do it it's all, a record they do it all the time, oh my though. gosh drives you crazy all right we'll get to a news update and the scott robbins trifecta straight ahead right here
the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got the Scott Robbins trifecta coming up in just a few. Okay, I see another story here about House members are going to receive classified UFO a briefing. Yeah. 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 How about that? Okay, David, at this point, do you still get excited by this, or is this another nothing burger? No, because they're never going to actually tell us anything, because the truth is is that we are the actual aliens. Here we go. Oh, I see how you did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're overlording on us. No, no, no. I mean, we humans in That's general. That's what I mean. Are the actual aliens? Are the actual aliens? And uh, humanity is not ready to come to grips with the fact that we were not, in fact, of this planet. Well, we're talking about UFOs, not aliens per se. Mm-hmm. The, how uh, they got here, though? It's like or... my my great 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 granduncle is actually just checking in on me <laughs> in his little UFO, and he's alive still because he's four hundred years old. Oh yeah, on that planet, yeah. Did you see anything about? The remains of something that was alien that was talked about in December. Uh, yeah, I've heard bits and pieces of that, like some sort of alloy or metal that they can't identify. Yeah, I got to tell you. And I know, Scott, it always makes you nervous and you won't say because you're like, they'll come to me in the middle of the night if I say something like I don't believe it. They will. All I'm saying is that this has been talked about for so long until we really have something definitive. I'm like, okay, what is it really? Is it a military operation? When you see the videos of, you know, someone that looks like playing an old version of Pong and the dots moving really fast, but you can't really see it. Right. Like, I'm not saying that it's not something there. It could be, you know, some sort of, you know, military operation that we just don't know about because they keep that from people. But is it alien life? And that's when people really get excited but it seems like they'll trot this out every once in a while, every few months, and then it just sort of goes away and is not reported on very much after that. So I'm just curious your excitement level. Mine? I believe Both it. you. I, I absolutely believe they're here. No, you don't. I, yes, I do. You've said it before. You really don't, but you don't want to... Right. Keep it down, all right? So you don't think there will be anything with this I know, report? David? I know a guy who's, so, who's seen a UFO and one of the most sober guys I've ever met in my life. And he saw one. He cl- he'll claim to this day he saw it. Yeah, and that was in Illinois, rural. Yeah. yeah, and it was late into the evening. Yeah, and you said he was sober, very sober, always sober, not a drinker. Okay, I'm just telling you. Yeah, and you think that would be an alien, or would it be some sort of operation? No, 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 man. Okay, he claims alien. All right, so that is out there again today. Don't know where that goes. It's exciting. If David's great, 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 great grandpa yeah. may visit me. <laughs> right. Well, they, I'll I'll put in a good word for you. Okay. We communicate telepathically. That's good. And then uh, there's so many other stories out there. Um, <laughs> the new word is what happened at Harvard was racist conservatives took down the president, Claudine yeah. Gay. Yeah, they called it, uh, you know, different pundits have called it a lynching, have said it's the same genocidal tactics that white people used against Indians. Square that one for me. I don't understand that either. But, you know, why did the UPenn president get fired? You know, that's that's always the interesting. That's the really interesting uh, part of that is like somebody actually got fired. Yes. After the anti-Semitism thing. And to my knowledge, she didn't 
plagiarize a bunch of stuff. And she didn't keep, you know, as far as a staff position with the university making over 800 grand a yeah, year. Yeah, she got fired. Okay. But because it's Claudine Gay, it's conservative racist. Yes. I thought it was a lot of liberal Jewish people that said, we're not giving money to this anymore, and you need to change what you're all about there at Harvard. We thought you were our friends, and you're not. That had nothing to do with it? Uh, no. Okay. Just MAGA. It's just all about right. MAGA. They got it done. We got two out of three of them now, one standing still. Okay. All right. You ready for your big three of the day? Yeah, let's go. All right, Mr. Robbins, here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Casey. All right, buddy. We're in that uh, New Year's sweater I got. Yeah, I see that. Yes. It's nice. I'm ready. Glad it fits. Three. Uh, number three, women's basketball, you're telling me, is setting records? <laughs> This is one of those stories that happens every once in a while, and you read them and go, how did that happen? Grambling State, women's basketball team, picked up what might have been what they're describing as the easiest victory ever. It came at the expense of, they played the rough-and-tumble, always-ranked College of Biblical Studies women's team. They beat them by the score of 158-18. to 18. Ooh. Mm. Ouch! Now, how do you feel about that? What do you do in that situation? I mean, do you, which, do you sit, which team? Do you, I mean, if you're grambling, I mean, do you just let the clock run out all the time and turn it over? Or you've probably gone to your bench. You're getting people playing time. What do you say? Don't try now. Well, see, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, people get pissed off when that happens. They're like, well, "How could they do that?" So unsportsmanlike. But I'm like, "What do you want them to do?" Yeah. Honestly, it, think of it this way. Have you ever been on a team that got absolutely trounced? Yes. Yes. Do you want the other team to take it easy on you? But see, in baseball, well, no. during the trouncing, there was always, like I'm talking about like yeah. basketball. Oh, basketball. No, you, well, no, you don't. No, I think it's more embarrassing if they do. Okay, this was years ago. Yeah. I, the worst beating I ever took in a basketball game was at a prison, and it was like an outreach sort of thing where the it was a you know just a five on five rec league but you played against inmates um as one of your games i think you were scheduled once a year twice a year whichever and on our team i'm not talking about me we had some pretty decent players on our team Uh uh-huh i want to say we got beat maybe 140 something to 46 wow i mean they were like a college basketball team they were awesome it was incredible but when they were just and the refs gave us every call, <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But at the same time, you didn't. You wouldn't want them to take it easy on you, because then you feel like, oh, stop right. it! Exactly. You're like the little brother with the big brother taking it easy. No, I want your best game. So yeah, I don't. Know I think everything there. should follow baseball rules when you're in school. You have run rules. It's like you got to play at least you know six of the seven innings or five of the seven innings. But after that, you call it. Yeah, so everybody can go home after that. <laughs> yeah. Now they did take up. They did ask the apparently the two people that were in the stands actually watching this game how they felt, and they both felt the same way. Like Grambling should have continued to play. So yeah. there you go. By the way, speaking of women's college basketball, that actually made the uh, open of the Today Show on NBC. It was Iowa. 
Yeah. Caitlin Clark hit that last second shot. It was like a step back from just beyond the arc or the circle and nailed it. Like, wow. And actually, she became, what? she already is like the largest, the biggest score ever in the history of. I think she can get there. I don't no. think she's there yet, but no. I think she can get there. Now, on with the countdown. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta, yeah. top three of the day, up to number two. Uh, number two, a. <laughs> I'm not even going to spoil the kicker here. Um, right. There's a guy who wants to be a gym teacher, and he's saying that he's being discriminated against. He's furious right now at Wayne State University in Michigan, in Detroit, actually. He's filed a $1 million lawsuit against the school because it won't let him do his student teaching virtually. Now, he's 400 pounds and 44 years old. He's got diabetes, hypertension, and asthma. Now, the problem is he wants to be a PE teacher. Okay. He said, I don't think they're letting me do this because I'm overweight. They don't want me to graduate with my certification because I don't fit what they perceive to be a good gym teacher. Because you have of, to be there, don't you? Because of my size and my weight. Well, of course. And you can't teach gym at 400 pounds. There's no doubt that's the reason why. There's no other reason. No other reason at all. He claims Wayne State University, one of the professors there, told him, hey, listen, you're not qualified to be a gym teacher. You can't stand and you can't walk. How the hell can you teach gym? Yeah, that's what he said? Yeah. And he yeah. said, well, I can do it virtually. Please. So he said, suing the school is my last option. I don't want to do this. <laughs> You're right. But I'm doing it because I have nothing. I have no way of earning a living now because they took away my opportunity. All I asked for was a reasonable accommodation. You're 400 pounds. Okay. You've got asthma. You've got hypertension. You've got diabetes. You want to teach Jim virtually sitting down. Well, I mean, in a way... Like, if you wanted to be the band director at a high school, Scott, mm -hmm. based on what? Right. My, you don't know how to play an instrument. You don't know how to tell anybody. No. You can't read music. I know what sucks. <laughs> there you I go. I can tell them that. <laughs> Theoretically, you're... I don't know how to fix it, but you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're terrible. Actually, you're actually more qualified then than this yeah. 400-pound guy who... I mean, that guy's reaching for his CPAP machine after blowing the whistle. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And the countdown continues. <laughs> yeah. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, number one, USA Boxing is going to let dudes fight women. Yeah, it's incredible. Incredible that this story is even out there. The highest national governing body added a tra transgender athlete policy to their rule book. Now, here's the thing, though. They do require genital reassignment surgery. And some hormone testing before competition. Now, they also have to be 18, at least 18 years old. They must compete at their birth gender in weight classes outlined in the rule book. However, transgender women over 18 can't compete in the female category. So if you're under 18, you got to do it with your whatever your gender was when you were born. Over 18, well, you can go ahead and fight women, even if you were born a man. And they're saying, hey, man, the reach, the muscle mass and everything else, this isn't fair. So would it be, are they saying, well, it'd be in the same weight class? I'm trying to get w where they're coming from in this because it seems insane to me. It is insane. Yeah. And I guess even trying to make sense of it is, <laughs> is well, a stupid exercise, but I'm trying to understand where they're coming from. But it, it's, it is more than most of these sports entities 
of at, saying you have right. have to have the right. surgery. Yeah, that you do have to. You cannot. Mister Kanish cannot appear. No. Athlete Ally, a group that advocates for trans athletes, has said, "Hey, you know, as long as they have the surgery, it doesn't what's the harm?" And everybody else is mm-hmm. saying, "Well, it's it's the body right. size, yeah. the reach, the muscle mass, and everything that goes with it." Of course, it's not. Yeah. The major sponsor of the next event is going to be the Ike Turner Boxing Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> the Scott Robbins trifecta. Never hit a day. woman that didn't deserve it. That was the quote of Ike Turner. Oh, unbelievable! Yes, man. Oh, man. So Caitlyn Jenner would not be able to fight because it hasn't had that other part. If, uh, if it's there. Okay, that's enough. News update. Nimrod's in the news straight ahead right here. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to OmahaSteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, some of the reaction continues to be unhinged from the uh, resignation of Claudine Gay, president of Harvard. Ibram X. Kendi. Henry Rogers is his real name, but he gets more cred if he calls himself Ibram X. Kendi. Uh, writes, pay attention the racist mob routinely calls people of color woke in their presence, uh, DEI, then say it's striving to eliminate DEI and wokeism. It couldn't be clearer who the racist mob is striving to eliminate, particularly from positions of power and influence. A lot of times when, I'm, when I think woke, I actually think like 40-something 
liberal who has never had a meaningful relationship in their lives. Right. But whatever. That's fine. And just a good comment related to that mm -hmm. comes from a man who I believe is smarter than Ibram X. Kendi by orders of magnitude. I don't even know his real name, but I follow him on X. He calls himself Oilfield Rando, and he's pretty <laughs> funny. Okay. And he writes, you have to understand how surreal it is for people who wear hard hats to work watching leftists lament the unendurable oppression faced by a professor earning $900,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, every time I hear now Ibram X. Kendi, I think about Glenn Lowry, the Brown University economist. Yeah. And what he said about him. And was it he couldn't carry my book bag? Book bag. Something like that? Yeah. Because he's such a lightweight? And it, I know I have that clip, and I'm like, is this the yeah, one that's it's edited? A good one. Oh, boy. Is it edited or not? I don't know. Golly. Oh, I got to play it just for this. Michael Larry Dyson or some of these. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, way, way, way more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that's why, and I know you share this with me. I take umbrage at the lionization of lightweight, empty-suited, empty-headed motherfuckers <laughs> like Ibram X. Kid. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Who couldn't carry my book bag. <laughs> Who, hasn't, you. Who hasn't read... No, no, I'm sorry. He hasn't read a thing. <laughs> Just an intellectual black man. Calling out Ibram X. Kendi is just such worth it. a yeah. pretender. Yeah. I absolutely love that. That's one of my favorites. So thank you for teeing that up for me, David. All You're right. Welcome. Time for Nimrods. Roll it When up. the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. It's looking like back-to-back -back Florida here. A woman in Florida filed a lawsuit against the Hershey Company for $5 million. Why? Said their seasonal pumpkin-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups are falsely advertised. Why is that? Says the packaging shows the pumpkins have carved out faces, but in reality, there are no faces. And that bothered her. She wants $5 million. Okay. There you go. All right. Some yeah. lawyer will take it, too. Out of here with that. And then this story. This guy... Man, the rap sheet. Holy cow, in Florida. It goes on and on and on. Uh, he was arrested. Um, attacked this woman who, it's, it's hard to tell from the story, was there really a relationship or not? But, okay, in case you have kids in the car, we'll call it a marital aid. Uh-oh. Uh, it was a pink one. And... Uh, she had critiqued his performance, and so he came after her with that. Wow. Okay, and assaulted her with it. Wow. So, yes, he's been arrested. You know, just be better, dude. <laughs> and that's Nimrod's in the news. <laughs>